Welcome to Bite at a Time Books, Behind the Story, where we answer the questions you have about your favorite classic authors. What inspired your favorite author to write their novels? What was going on in the world at the time? Follow along with us as we tell you what was happening in the world while your favorite authors wrote your favorite classics. My name is Bree Carlisle, and I love to read and wanted to share my passion with listeners like you. If you enjoy our show, be sure to follow us so you get all the new episodes. If you want to see exclusive behind-the-scenes of our show, join our Patreon. We would also love for you to drop us a rating on your favorite podcast platform and share our show with your friends. You can catch us on all the social medias, at Bite at a Time Books. Our show is part of the Bite at a Time Books Productions Network. If you would also like to hear a story by the author we are currently featuring, Check out the Bite at a Time Books podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Right now we are reading The Three Musketeers. Today we'll be talking about Alexandra Dumas and what inspired him to write The Three Musketeers. The Three Musketeers, French, Le Trois Mousquetaires, is a French historical adventure novel written in 1844 by French author Alexandra Dumas. It is in the swashbuckler genre, which has heroic, chivalrous swordsmen who fight for justice. Set between 1625 and 1628, it recounts the adventures of a young man named D'Artagnan, a character based on Charles de Bat's Castlemore D'Artagnan after he leaves home to travel to Paris, hoping to join the Musketeers of the Guard. Although D'Artagnan is not able to join this elite corps immediately, he is befriended by three of the most formidable musketeers of the age, Athos, Porthos, and Aramis, the three musketeers, or the three inseparables, and becomes involved in the affairs of state and at court. The Three Musketeers is primarily a historical and adventure novel. However, Dumas frequently portrays various injustices, abuses, and absurdities of the Ancien Regime giving the novel an additional political significance at the time of its publication, a time when the debate in France between Republicans and monarchists was still fierce. The story was first serialized from March to July 1844 during the July Monarchy, four years before the French Revolution of 1848 violently established the Second Republic. The story of D'Artagnan is continued in 20 years after and The Vicomte of Bragelonne ten years later. Dumas presents his novel as one of a series of recovered manuscripts, turning the origins of his romance into a little drama of its own. In the preface, he tells of being inspired by a scene in Memoirs de Monsieur d'Artagnan, 1700, a historical novel by Gaptien de Corlitz de Sandras printed by Pierre Rouge in Amsterdam, which Dumas discovered during his research for his history of Louis XIV. According to Dumas, the incident where D'Artagnan tells of his first visit to M. de Treville, captain of the Musketeers, and how, in the antechamber, he encountered three young Bernese with the names Athos, Porthos, and Aramis, made such an impression on him that he continued to investigate. That much is true. The rest is fiction. He finally found the names of the three Musketeers in a manuscript titled Memoir de M. le Comte de la Fere, etc. Dumas requested permission to reprint the manuscript. Permission was granted. Now, this is the first part of this precious manuscript which we offer to our readers, restoring it to the title which belongs to it, and entering into an engagement that if, 
of which we have no doubt, this first part should obtain the success it merits, we will publish the second immediately. In the meanwhile, since godfathers are second fathers, as it were, we beg the reader to lay to our account and not to that of the Comte de la Fere, the pleasure or the ennui he may experience. This being understood, let us proceed with our story. The Three Musketeers was written in collaboration with Auguste Maquette, who also worked with Dumas on its sequels, 20 years after, and the Vicomte of Bragelonne, 10 years later, as well as the Count of Monte Cristo. Maquette would suggest plot outlines after doing historical research. Dumas then expanded the plot, removing some characters, including new ones, and imbuing the story with his unmistakable style. The Three Musketeers was first published in serial form in the newspaper Le Ciesle between March and July 1844. In 1625 France, D'Artagnan leaves his family in Gascony and travels to Paris to join the Musketeers of the Guard. At a house in Myung sur Louis, an older man derides D'Artagnan's horse. Insulted, D'Artagnan demands a duel, but the older man's companions instead beat D'Artagnan unconscious with a cooking pot and a metal tongue that breaks his sword. His letter of introduction to Monsieur de Treville, the commander of the musketeers, is also stolen. D'Artagnan resolves to avenge himself upon the older man, who is later revealed to be the Comte de Roquefort, an agent of Cardinal Richelieu who is passing orders from the cardinal to his spy, Lady de Winter, usually called My Lady de Winter or simply My Lady. In Paris, D'Artagnan visits Monsieur de Treville at the headquarters of the musketeers. But without the letter, Treville politely refuses his application. He does, however, write a letter of introduction to an academy for young gentlemen, which may prepare his visitor for recruitment at a later time. From Treville's window, D'Artagnan sees Roquefort passing in the street below and rushes out of the building to confront him. But in doing so, he offends three musketeers, Athos, Porthos, and Aramis, who each demand satisfaction. D'Artagnan must fight a duel with all of them that afternoon. As D'Artagnan prepares himself for the first duel, he realizes that Athos's seconds are Porthos and Aramis, who are astonished that the young Gascon intends to duel them all. As D'Artagnan and Athos begin, Cardinal Richelieu's guards appear and attempt to arrest D'Artagnan and the three musketeers for illegal dueling. Although they are outnumbered four to five, the four men win the battle. D'Artagnan seriously wounds Jusic, one of the cardinal's officers and a renowned fighter. After learning of this, King Louis XIII appoints D'Artagnan to Des Essart's company of the king's guards and gives him 40 pistoles. Depiction of the cardinal's musketeers. The great rivals of the king's musketeers, D'Artagnan hires a servant named Planchet, finds lodging, and reports to Monsieur de Essart, whose company is a less prestigious regiment in which he will have to serve for two years before being considered for the musketeers. Shortly after, his landlord speaks to him about the kidnapping of his wife, Constance Bonacieux. When she is presently released, D'Artagnan falls in love at first sight with her. She works for Queen Anne of France, who is secretly having an affair with the English Duke of Buckingham. The king, Louis XIII, gave the queen a gift of diamond studs, but she gives them to her lover as a keepsake. Cardinal Richelieu, who wants war between France and England, plans to expose the tryst and persuades the king to demand that the queen wear the diamonds to a soiree that the cardinal is sponsoring. Constance tries to send her husband to London to fetch the diamonds from Buckingham, but the man is instead manipulated by Richelieu and thus does not go. 
so D'Artagnan and his friends intercede. En route to England, the cardinal's henchmen repeatedly attack them and only D'Artagnan and Planchet reach London. Before arriving, D'Artagnan is compelled to assault and nearly to kill the Comte de Wardes, a friend of the cardinal, cousin of Roquefort and my lady's lover. Although my lady stole two of the diamond studs, Buckingham provides replacements while delaying the thief's return to Paris. D'Artagnan is thus able to return a complete set of jewels to Queen Anne just in time to save her honor. In gratitude, she gives him a beautiful ring. Shortly afterward, D'Artagnan begins an affair with Madame Bonacieux. Arriving for an assassination, he sees signs of a struggle and discovers that Roquefort and M. Bonacieux, acting under the orders of the cardinal, have assaulted and imprisoned Constance. D'Artagnan and his friends, now recovered from their injuries, return to Paris. D'Artagnan meets my lady de Winter officially and recognizes her as one of the cardinal's agents, but becomes infatuated with her until her maid reveals that my lady is indifferent toward him. Entering her quarters in the dark, he pretends to be the Comte de Wardes and trysts with her. He finds a fleur de loup branded on Milady's shoulder, marking her as a felon. Discovering his identity, Milady attempts to kill him, but D'Artagnan eludes her. He is later ordered to the siege of La Rochelle. He is informed that the Queen has rescued Constance from prison. At an inn, the musketeers overhear the Cardinal asking Milady to murder Buckingham a supporter of the Protestant rebels at La Rochelle who has sent troops to assist them. Richelieu gives her a letter that excuses her actions as under orders from the cardinal himself, but Athos takes it. The next morning, Athos bets that he, D'Artagnan, Porthos, and Aramis, and their servants can hold the recaptured St. Gervais, Bastien, against the rebels for an hour, for the purpose of discussing their next course of action. They resist for an hour and a half before retreating, killing 22 Rochelais in total. D'Artagnan is made a musketeer as a result of this feat. They warn Lord de Winter and the Duke of Buckingham. My lady is imprisoned on arrival in England, but she seduces her guard, Felton, a fictionalized of the real John Felton, and persuades him to allow her to escape and to kill Buckingham himself. Upon her return to France, my lady hides in a convent where Constance is also staying. The naive Constance clings to my lady, who sees a chance for revenge on D'Artagnan and fatally poisons Constance before D'Artagnan can rescue her. The musketeers arrest my lady before she reaches Cardinal Richelieu. They bring an official executioner, put her on trial, sentence her to death, and execute her. After her execution, the four friends return to the siege of La Rochelle. The cardinal's guards arrest D'Artagnan and take him to the cardinal. When questioned about my lady's execution, D'Artagnan presents her letter of pardon as his own. Impressed with D'Artagnan's willfulness and secretly glad to be rid of my lady, the cardinal destroys the letter and writes a new order, giving the bearer a promotion to lieutenant in the Treville Company of Musketeers. Leaving the name blank, D'Artagnan offers the letter to Athos, Porthos, and Aramis in turn, but each refuses it. Athos because it is below him. Porthos because he is retiring to marry his wealthy mistress, and Aramis because he is joining the priesthood. D'Artagnan, though heartbroken and full of regrets, finally receives the promotion he had coveted. The Musketeers Athos, Count de la Fiere, he has never recovered from his marriage to my lady and seeks solace in wine. He becomes a father figure to D'Artagnan. Porthos, 
Monsieur Duvalin, a dandy, fond of fashionable clothes and keen to make a fortune for himself. The least cerebral of the quartet, he compensates with his Homeric strength of body and character. Aramis. René de Herblay, a handsome young man who hesitates between his religious calling and his fondness for women and scheming. D'Artagnan. Charles de Bats de Castlemore d'Artagnan a young, foolhardy, brave, and clever man seeking to become a musketeer in France. The Musketeer's Servants Planchet, a young man from Picardy, he is seen by Porthos on the Pont de la Tournelle spitting into the river below. Porthos takes this as a sign of good character and hires him on the spot to serve D'Artagnan. He turns out to be a brave, intelligent, and loyal servant. Grimaud, a Breton, Athos is a strict master and only permits his servant to speak in emergencies. He mostly communicates through sign language. Mousqueton. Originally a Norman named Boniface, Porthos, however, changes his name to one that sounds better. He is a would-be dandy, just as vain as his master. In lieu of pay, he is clothed and lodged in a manner superior to that usual for servants, dressing grandly in his master's old clothes. Bazin. From the province of Berry, Basin is a pious man who waits for the day his master, Aramis, will join the church, as he has always dreamed of serving a priest. And others. My Lady de Winter, a beautiful and evil spy of the cardinal. She is also Athos's ex-wife. D'Artagnan impersonates a rival to spend a night with her, attracting her deadly hatred. Roquefort is a more conventional agent of the cardinal. Following their duel on the road to Paris, D'Artagnan swears to have his revenge. He loses several opportunities, but their paths finally cross again towards the end of the novel. Constance Bonacieux, the queen's seamstress and confidant. After D'Artagnan rescues her from the cardinal's guard, he immediately falls in love with her. She appreciates his protection, but the relationship is never consummated. Monsieur Bonacieux, Constance's husband. He initially enlists D'Artagnan's help to rescue his wife from the cardinal's guards, but when he himself is arrested, he and the cardinal discover they have an understanding. Richelieu turns Monsieur Bonacieux against his wife, and he goes on to play a role in her abduction. Kitty, a servant of my lady de Winter, she dislikes her mistress and adores D'Artagnan. Lord Winter, brother of my lady's second husband who died of a mysterious disease apparently poisoned by my lady. He imprisoned my lady upon her arrival in England and decided to send her overseas in exile. Later, he took part in my lady's trial. Historical characters. King Louis XIII of France, presented by Dumas as a fairly weak monarch often manipulated by his chief minister. Queen Anne of Austria, the unhappy queen of France. Cardinal Richelieu, Armand Jean Duplessis, the king's chief minister, who plots against the queen in resentment at having his advances rebuffed. Dumas describes him as being 36 or 37, though in 1625, Richelieu was 40. M. de Treville, captain of the musketeers and something of a mentor to D'Artagnan, though he has only a minor role. George Villiers, first Duke of Buckingham. A handsome and charismatic man, used to getting his way, he thinks nothing of starting a war between England and France for his personal convenience. His courtship of Anne of Austria gets her in trouble. John Felton, a Puritan officer assigned to guard my lady and warned about her ways. 
He is nonetheless seduced and fooled by her in a matter of days and assassinates Buckingham at her request. La Trois Mousquetaires was translated into three English versions by 1846. One of these, by William Barrow, 1817-1877, is still in print and fairly faithful to the original, available in the Oxford World Classics 1999 edition. To conform to 19th-century English standards, all of the explicit and many of the implicit references to sexuality were removed, adversely affecting the readability of several scenes, such as the scenes between D'Artagnan and My Lady. One recent English translation is by Richard Pervier, 2006, who, though applauding Barrow's work, states that most of the modern translations available today are textbook examples of bad translation practices, which give their readers an extremely distorted notion of Dumas's writing. The Three Musketeers in Film The Three Musketeers, 1921, a silent film adaptation starring Douglas Fairbanks. The Three Musketeers, 1948, a 1948 adaptation starring Van Heflin, Lana Turner, June Allison, Angela Lansbury, and Gene Kelly. The Three Musketeers, 1973, an adaptation by Richard Lester starring Oliver Reed, Frank Finlay, Richard Chamberlain, and Michael York. This was only the first half of the Dumas novel, with the rest appearing in the following years, The Four Musketeers. D'Artagnan and the Three Musketeers, 1978, a popular Soviet musical featuring Mikhail Boyarsky. The Three Musketeers, 1993, a 1993 Disney adaptation starring Charlie Sheen, Kiefer Sutherland, Oliver Platt, and Chris O'Donnell. The Musketeer, a 2001 film. The Three Musketeers, 2011, directed by Paul W.S. Anderson and starring Luke Evans, Ray Stevenson, and Mia Yokovich. This novel has been adapted also for television in live action and animation. The BBC has adapted the novel on three occasions. The Three Musketeers, a 1954 BBC adaptation in six 30-minute episodes, starring Lawrence Payne, Roger Delgado, Paul Whitson Jones, and Paul Hansard. The Three Musketeers, a 1966 BBC adaptation in 10 25-minute episodes, directed by Peter Hammond and starring Jeremy Brett, Jeremy Young, and Brian Blessed. The Musketeers, a 2014 series by Adrian Hodges, is the newest BBC adaptation starring Tom Burke, Santiago Cabrera, Howard Charles, and Luke Pasquiliano as the titular Musketeers. Young Blades is an American-Canadian television series that aired on PAX in 2005. The series serves as a sequel to the novels, centered on the son of D'Artagnan, played by Tobias Meller. A series adapted for Korean history aired in 2014. Walt Disney Productions produced a silly symphony cartoon called Three Blind Mouseketeers, which is loosely based on the novel in 1936, in which the characters are depicted as anthropomorphic animals. A two-part adaptation aired on The Famous Adventures of Mr. Magoo, with Magoo portraying D'Artagnan. The Three Musketeers was a series of animated shorts produced by Hanna-Barbera as part of the Banana Splits Comedy Adventure Hour and the Banana Splits and Friends show. 
The Three Musketeers was a Hanna-Barbera animated special from 1973. It was part of the 1970s to 80s CBS anthology series, Famous Classic Tales, that was produced by Hanna-Barbera's Australian division and often aired around the holidays between Thanksgiving and New Year's Day. Dog Tanyon and the Three Mouse Counts is a 1981 Spanish-Japanese anime adaptation where the characters are anthropomorphic dogs. A sequel, The Return of Dog Tanyon, was released in 1989 by BRB International, Thames Television, and Wang Film Productions. Set 10 years after of the original, it's loosely based on the novel The Vicomte de Bragelonne. A key difference between the two Dog Tanyon adaptations and Dumas's novel is that the character traits of Athos and Porthos were interchanged, making Athos the extrovert and Porthos the secretive noble of the group. In 1989, Gakin produced a new anime adaptation called The Three Musketeers Anime, this time with human characters, which features several departures from the original. Albert, the Fifth Musketeer is a 1994 French animated series featuring a new musketeer, the titular Albert. Mickey Donald Goofy, The Three Musketeers, is a direct-to-video animated movie produced by Walt Disney Pictures and the Australian office of Disney Toon Studios, directed by Donovan Cook and released on August 17, 2004. A Barbie adaptation of the tale by the name of Barbie and the Three Musketeers was made in 2009. The first stage production was in Dumas's own lifetime at the Opera Les Trois Mousquetaires, with a libretto by Dumas himself and music by Albert Vissetti. The Three Musketeers is a musical with a book by William Anthony McGuire, lyrics by Clifford Gray and P.G. Wodehouse, and music by Rudolf Frimmel. The original 1928 production ran on Broadway for 318 performances. A 1984 revival ran for 15 previews and 9 performances. In 2003, a Dutch musical, Three Musketeers, was a book by André Breedland and music and lyrics by Rob and Ferdy Boland premiered, which went on to open in Germany, both the Dutch and German productions starring Pia Dawes as My Lady de Winter and Hungary. Playwright Peter Raby, composer George Stiles, and lyricist Paul Lee have written another adaptation titled The Three Musketeers. One Musical for All, originally produced by the now-defunct American Musical Theater of San Jose. In 2006, an adaptation by Ken Ludwig premiered at the Bristol Old Vic. In this version, D'Artagnan's sister Sabine, the quintessential tomboy, poses as a young man and participates in her brother's adventures. In 2018, the Dukes performed an outdoor promenade production in Williamson Park, Lancaster, adapted by Hattie Naylor, in this version, D'Artagnan was a young woman aspiring to be a musketeer. In 1995, publisher U.S. Gold released Touche, The Adventures of the Fifth Musketeer by video game developers Clipper Software, a classic point-and-click adventure game. In 2005, Swedish developer Legendo Entertainment published the side-scrolling platform game The Three Musketeers for Windows XP and Windows Vista. In July 2009, a version of the game was released for WiiWare in North America and Europe under the title The Three Musketeers, One for All. In 2009, Canadian developer Dingo Games self-published The Three Musketeers, the game for Windows and Mac OS X. It is the first game to be truly based on the novel, in that it closely follows the novel's story. 
2009 also saw the publication of the asymmetric team board game The Three Musketeers, The Queen's Pendants, from French designer Pascal Bernard by the Russian publisher Zveda. In 2010, a cooperative game called Mousqueteris du Roy was released by Ustari and Rio Grande. The alternative spelling of Roy was taken from the Old French and is rumored to be preferred over the regular spelling because the publishers desired to have a letter Y in the name of the games they publish. Designed by Francois Combe and Gaios Lemon for one to five players, the medium-heavy game depicts the quest to retrieve the Queen's diamonds while at the same time fending off disasters back in Paris. A sixth-player expansion called Treville was also made available in 2010. In 2010, A. Newman Interactive launched The Three Musketeers, a hidden object game on PC and Mac. Players follow D'Artagnan in his quest to become a king's musketeer. In 2016, Kinda TV launched a web series based on the story of The Three Musketeers called All for One. It follows a group of college students, mainly Dorothy Castlemore, and is centered around a sorority, Mu Sigma Theta. The majority of characters have been gender-swapped from the original story, and most character names are based on the original characters. It covers several themes, including the LGBT community, mental health, long-distance relationships, and college life. Three Musketeers, issue number one, Classic Comics, published 1941. Publisher Albert Louis Cantor created classic comics for Elliott Publishing Company in 1941, with its debut issues being The Three Musketeers. The Three Musketeers was the title of two series produced by DC Comics. The first series was a loose parody of The Three Musketeers. In 1939, American author Tiffany Thayer published a book titled Three Musketeers, Thayer, 1939. This is a retelling of the story in Thayer's words. True to the original plot, but told in a different order and with different points of view and emphasis from the original. Fantasy novelist Stephen Brust's Cavern Romance series have all used Dumas novels, particularly the D'Artagnan romances, as their chief inspiration, recasting the plots of those novels to fit within Brust's established world of Dragaria. His 2020 novel, The Baron of Magister Valley, follows suit using The Count of Monte Cristo as a starting point. Sarah Hoyt wrote a series of historical murder mysteries with the Musketeers as the protagonists. Hoyt wrote the novels under the name Sarah de Almeida. Tansy Rayner Roberts wrote Musketeer Space, a space opera retelling of the original book in which almost all characters have a different gender as a weekly serialized novel from 2014 to 2016. In the book The Assault, The Three Musketeers is quoted in the prologue as the protagonist had the story read to him by Mr. Bumer, a lawyer who later becomes senile and in morbidity. The American translator Lawrence Ellsworth is currently translating the D'Artagnan romances entirely, and he has also written a two-volume novel called The Rose Knight's Crucifixion that is a parallel novel to The Three Musketeers, and most of the characters from The Three Musketeers and Sir Percy Blankany from The Laughing Cavalier and The First Sir Percy by Baroness Orxia Pierre. The protagonist's physical appearance, however, is based on Quasimodo from Victor Hugo's Notre Dame of Paris. In the movie The Man in the Iron Mask, the aging musketeers come out of retirement and reunite to save France from the spoiled, cruel young king Louis XIV, played by Leonardo DiCaprio. 
The movie features Jeremy Irons as Aramis, John Malkovich as Athos, Gerard Depew as Porthos, and Gabriel Byrne as D'Artagnan. In Slumdog Millionaire, Jamal Malik's final question was to correctly identify the name of the third musketeer, which was Aramis. Jamal did so and won 20 million rupees. In the film Django Unchained, one of the slaves owned by Calvin Candy is named D'Artagnan. In Pokemon Black and White, the Pokemon Cabellion, Terrakion, and Viserion are known as the Swords of Justice, are based on the Three Musketeers. Cobalion represents Athos, Terrakion represents Porthos, and Viserion represents Aramis. The fourth Sword of Justice, Keldeo, represents D'Artagnan. The Smith's song, You've Got Everything Now, features the line, I've seen you smile, but I've never really heard you laugh and is borrowed from a narrative description of Athos. He was very taciturn, this worthy signer. Be it understood, we are speaking of Athos during the five or six years that he had lived in the strictest intimacy with his companions, Porthos and Aramis. They could remember having often seen him smile, but had never heard him laugh. Thank you for joining Bite at a Time Books, Behind the Story, today, while we answered some of the questions you have about one of your favorite classic authors. If you enjoy our show, be sure to follow us so you get all the new episodes. If you want to see exclusive behind-the-scenes of our show, join our Patreon. We would also love for you to drop us a rating on your favorite podcast platform and share our show with your friends. You can catch us on all the social medias at Bite at a Time Books. Also, be sure to check us on our website, www.biteatatimebooksbehindthestory.com. Our show is part of the Byte at a Time Books Productions Network. If you would also like to hear a story by the author we are currently featuring, check out the Byte at a Time Books podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Right now we are reading The Three Musketeers. Again, my name is Bree Carlisle, and I hope you come back next week when we answer more questions about one of your favorite classic authors.